Okay, Manoira Mokum Azeh, we're at the Mokum Nuchasa of the Baal Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, Rav Shlema Gansri, who, by the way, wrote many sarim. He wrote the Pnei Shleimai on the Sefta Baba Basra. And I will tell you off the bat, he wrote one of the most, one of the all-time most important halachic sarim besides the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch. This is a sefer that the Chsam Soifer gave a haskama for. Chsam Soifer writes about the Keses HaSoifer. Keses HaSoifer is Rav Shlema Gansri's sefer on Safros. Says of some sefer, I was ma'ayin into the sefer from beginning to end. Kulach yafer rayosi. It's mechavin alach adarchemes, and I say that he should carry out his plan. And from now on, anyone who wants to be a sefer, I will not allow them to have a rishus to be a sefer unless they're a bucky in the entire sefer of Kesos Hasefer of Rosh Hashanah. He wrote the authoritative sefer on safras. He was born in 1804. Rav Yossi, like we mentioned before, he also became a Yossain at age wow. 8 years old. Hafla fella at age 20, the Chsam Soifer says, Harabani, Hamuflug, Hamufla. Chsam Soifer already showered accolades on him at age 20. He became a Yossain at age 8. His uh, training, his Chinuch, was in the charge of Rav Tzvi Hersh Heller. Who's Rav Tzvi Hersh Heller? The author of Tiv Gittin. Never hear the same Tiv Gittin. And he got married and he became a merchant. He sold yayin, he sold wine. But he then looked into a sefer called B'nai Yoyna on Dine Safros. And he felt that was a defining moment in his life. He was very taken by Hilchah Safras, and he realized Rav was beckoning him to leave the commerce. And actually, he lost all his money, which also is another reason why he left commerce. And he became uh, a poisek. Interestingly, his Rebbe, really, Rav Tzvi Harish Kharif, encouraged him to go into um, Psak. So first he was a, a Rav in Brazovitz. Then he became a Rav in Ungvar. In the Hakdom to the Sefer Shem Salma, his children say that he became like a money changer. Letter after letter after letter came in. He was constantly being Meshav Kalacha. And unfortunately, Chaval al Hamoin Shuvaisa, we don't have any of his Shuvais. Now, his Hanhagais, he barely spoke Divechulin. He did not say Dvaram Batalim, he did not speak Divechulin. And uh, interestingly, in 1864, he published his magnum opus, the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, which was revolutionary at the time. Until then, you want to know halacha, you have to know the, you know, the length and breadth of the Shulchan Aruch. By the way, you know, just as an aside, the Beis Yosef wrote the Shulchan Aruch as a Kitzur. He wrote Beis Yosef on the tour, on the on the tour. But he said that for those who don't have so much time, they should learn Shulchan Aruch, and you finish it every 30 days. And there was a calendar. He made a calendar. Okay. But the Kitzur Shnach shortened it. And he put an ad in the newspaper, in the Hamagid uh, newspaper. And I'm going to read to you his advertisement. I finally finished Kitzur Shnach, which is a collection of the Dal Chalkei Shnach. And what's needed by every Jew to know, written in an easy and clear language for people in business. They don't have time to ma'ayin in the Shnach. And also to train children so that they get accustomed to observing halacha. And the price is 80 tzadilamit. Okay, 80 whatever. 
And if you want to buy wholesale, here's the deal, because if you want to buy it wholesale, for every 10 books you get, you get one free. You buy 100 books, you get 15 free. That's sort of the original advertisement of the Kitzvah Shulchan Aruch. Interestingly, in the uh, Jewish Encyclopedia, in the edition of 2009, up to 2009, a half a million copies of Kitzvah Shulchan Aruch had been sold until that point. Tomorrow night, in the year, Taf Reish Memvav. So we're talking 18... 86. How many years ago is that? 135 years ago. Exactly 135 years ago from tomorrow night, he became very ill. He was Nafal Bamita, and as weak, uh, the weaker he became, the more Kedusha you saw on him. He davened with clarity. He made Kiddush. He called his children. He said Shema, and the Kehila said as follows, Ashrecha Rabbeinu Shloima. Gufach Tahar and his Yatza Nishmascha Bekdushava Tahara, he wrote the following Svaram. Kesasa Soifer, a parish on Davening. If you ever learned Baba Vasra, the Pnei Shlema and Baba Vasra, Tairas Hazavach and Hilchashita, Lechem the Simla and Hilchasnida and Mikvois, and Oyale Shem on Shem Ois Begitin, Shem Salma on Sugyois and Kitzashakana. I'll tell you one verse from the Sefer Abtarian. Unbelievable. Chazal say, Mesechta Yivamis. Atem Adam Yivamis. We're Samach Aleph. Next, tomorrow's block, where you're starting. It's on video now. Don't say my name. I don't say it. The Gemara says, Atem Nikram Adam, Vein Umais Adam Nikram Adam. You are called Adam. Goyim are not called Adam. What's the Pshat? In the context of Tsaras, it says, Adam Kiyeh Ba'ar Basare says, Kanzik Tsaras says Adam. Why Adam? Also, yes, we're not allowed to speak Lashon Hara. Goyim, the Goyim are allowed to speak Lashon Hara. There's not one of the Shemitahs in the So he says like this. There's a concept that Klal Yisrael is Chaticha Achas. We're one entity. There are many ways to say people. Ish, but has plural. Anoshim. There's only one description of man that has no plural. Adam is one person. Adam is many people. Klal Yisrael are called Adam because no matter how many we are, we're always one entity. That's why Lashon Hara is very harmful for us. Because since we're one entity, Lashon Hara fragments us. Now, in the nations of the world, they're already fragmented. They're, every person is an island unto themselves. So Lashon Hara is not harmful to their identity. But because we are Adam, we're one entity, so to speak Lashon Hara in another yid, it breaks us up. That's why in the context of Lashon Hara, it says, Adam That's the Sefer, the Kitzar on Chumash, called Aperiyan. Who saw Yogi and Alena with alcohol? You saw Amen.